Hi and welcome to the Final Whistles AFF Suzuki Cup Special. I'm Deepan and I'm happy to have alongside me today Zaul Raushan, who was on an Italian adventure uh, but returned home just in time to see Singapore go down 2-0 to what was essentially a second-string Thailand side at the National Stadium on Saturday. Raushan, uh, what do you have to say upon your return? I've said this to you via text. I should have just stayed in Italy to keep the good results coming. But here I am in Singapore. And I'm honestly just pleased that we are through to the semifinals and uh, anything else is a bonus. So looking forward to this uh, chat with two esteemed guests that we have. Yep. Uh, and you know, I think Singapore will uh, face Indonesia on the 22nd and 25th December. Uh, while Vietnam will play Thailand in the other semifinals on 23rd and the 26th of December. Uh, and in this episode, of course, uh, we'll have a quick review of the Singapore-Thailand encounter before we look ahead to that all-important two-legged semi-final. Uh, and joining us in doing that are two very special guests, as Raushan mentioned. Uh, in the red corner, representing Singapore, we have ESPN Asia journalist Gabe Tan. Welcome to the show, Gabe. Thank you. Um, thank you both. Um, firstly, Raushan, I think you should go back to Italy. Uh, and secondly, Deepan, I would love to see how you introduce our other guests because they also wear red. So I'm just waiting with uh, bated breath. Go ahead. Uh, very good point there, Gabe. Uh, so, because Indonesia will be wearing probably the, the white kit uh, in the in the semi-final, in the white corner representing Indonesia, uh, we have Indonesian football analyst and journalist Tio Utomo. Uh, so much, uh, so much of gratitude, Theo, for coming on the show. Uh, how are you? No worries, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just doing normal stuff in here and trying to be normal in in the middle of the pandemic. Same like you guys in Singapore. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about normal times usually. I, I mean, Gabe will, will tell you tell you this as well. Uh, during tournaments like this, uh, the media center is buzzing with uh, journalists from all around yeah. uh, the region. It's it's not really the same thing. Uh, with just seeing Gabe alone uh, at, at the media center these days. Are you complaining about the company, Deepan? <laughs> not I'm, complaining. I could be more I'm happy he said that because otherwise people might think I've not been turning up for the games and watching Complom. <laughs> at least he has just, you know, my if my bosses are listening, they know I've been going for the game. So this is thank you. Thank you, Deepan. <laughs> hey, no worries. I always got your back. Uh, let's go on and talk about that Thailand-Singapore match. Uh, Gabe, I'll, I'll come to you first. Uh, what did you make of the performance? Because, I mean, essentially, I feel like just this statement alone describes the game, which was a second-string Thailand side beat uh, almost a full-strength Singapore team. I think that's a, a fair statement, Deepan. And I think it's uh, it's the reality. Um, you know, we we talk about, we've, we've had our own conversations at the games. We talk about maybe the, the, the average fan, go, you know, thinking we're all in the same region, we should be at the same level. This is, you know, a very bad result. But... Um, no, I think there are certain teams that are clearly better than others. Uh, and, you know, um, those that have followed, I guess, you know, Thailand football, Vietnamese football would, I guess, realize that the Thai second string is a formidable side. We saw the quality they, they put out. It wasn't as though Singapore played horrendously and lost to a second string Thai side. A second string Thai side did really well. They dominated the play, um, you know, with um, a lot of players in that side have champions, AFC Champions League experience playing for teams like, you know, Port, Chiang Rai. So, you know, this, yes, on paper, a second string side, but in terms of quality, um, it's befitting of Thailand status as one of the strongest sides in the country, because in, in the region, because, you know, they have excellent reserves as well. So, you know, all in all, I the, the, the result, I don't think is as damning as some people might suggest. Yeah, I think when you when you see someone like Titi Pan uh, starting in a second string Thailand side, it, it shows you everything that you need to know uh, in terms of the gulf in, in, in standards or quality, I would say. Raushan, I mean, 
you you of course um watched Singapore against Thailand in that game. Um, as a as a football fan in Singapore, do you perhaps look at this game and realize are we really that far behind in terms of being uh really second class to a second string Thailand side? Uh, I did watch the game, and to Gabe's point, I don't think we needed this game in specific to tell us about the Gulf. I think going into the competition itself, we knew of this Gulf between Singapore and Thailand and Vietnam. So it comes as no surprise. The only disheartening thing, the most disheartening thing for me is we started the game very brightly. I thought we started the game on the front foot as a home side should. But for some reason, after we conceded the first goal, which could have been avoided, in my opinion, with better defending, we just went back into a shell and that's the most worrying part of, for me, the, the mentality to, to not come back stronger after conceding the first goal. And that's something that I would like to talk about further, but I think that's something that could hamper how far we make it in this tournament. I mean, semi-final was always the target, so it's job done on that front. But mentality-wise, I was a bit worried that we never managed to come out on top after losing the first goal. Yeah, uh, before I bring Theo in on the conversation, uh, Gabe, just want to ask you, in terms of what went wrong for, for Singapore in that match, what would you, you know, pinpoint as some of our struggles in that game? I think it's 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 not a, a struggle from a single game, but generally speaking, the 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 way Singapore play, um, the overall strategy, um, it, it's been said many times, but our strengths lie in set pieces, counter attack. We are trying to play more attacking football now, obviously, but against a team like Thailand, um, Vietnam, and maybe even Indonesia in the semifinals, you know that may not be possible. So. Um, Look, I think there were certain times where Singapore didn't show enough composure. Um, like Raushan said, started off with great intent, went into their shells after that maybe, uh, after Thailand uh, broke the deadlock. Uh, but overall, I don't think, you know, we can really, I, would, I wouldn't I would really pinpoint certain areas of that game as, as you know, having cost um, the result. I think overall, it's just the fact that there are certain areas of the gameplay in general uh, that we have seen all throughout the tournament um, that have that will come, um, you know, exposed against a, a team like Thailand. So, yeah, it's not just, I guess, that, that one or two particular moments in that 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, good points. Um, I, I think now is the time to bring in Theo uh, you you would have of course uh, looked at this result. I'm sure you would have seen that uh, Thailand made 11 changes and was still yeah. able to beat a, a full strength Singapore side. Then the natural reaction would that be on the next day you would have wanted uh, Indonesia be the team uh, to meet Singapore, and rightly so. That's what Indonesia have achieved. Uh, is it right for me to say that you look at the the four teams remaining in the semifinals and you look at Singapore as perhaps the team that everybody wants to meet? Well, uh, first of all, uh, when we play against Malaysia uh, yesterday, we well the players and the coaches uh, didn't expect uh, to beat Malaysia like four goals uh, to them. And then, and uh, as we know, everyone in Indonesia predicted uh, Vietnam will, will score more goals uh, against uh, Laos uh, in, in, the, in the last game. But uh, surprisingly, Indonesia can score four goals even though Lafon conceded uh, first. But yeah, uh, if we can see. In my opinion, if you can see the, the other teams like Mali, uh, Vietnam, Thailand, and, and, and Singapore. So, yeah, maybe uh, this is the, I'm, I'm not going to say that Singapore is, is, is behind Indonesia, but Singapore and Indonesia have the same quality of team, you know. 
Indonesia now is not that senior player like you know uh, like weeks ago Safi Sali have a comments that Indonesia uh, uh, same level as Laos but now well if you check Safi Sali Instagram right now it's not all Indonesian uh, 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 users and uh, uh, social media users from Indonesia uh, comments on, on, on his uh, on, on his uh, social social media page but yeah uh, Indonesia and Singapore is now it's, it's maybe it's it's, it's going to be the interesting uh, interesting matches uh, because like Indonesia now well you can see you you probably if if, if you don't follow Indonesian football you, you're not going to familiar with 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 the with the players right now even me sometimes who's this like even even me like oh whoa, whoa this is this is a new player and we can see the simple things you, you can see is is when you saw the match the 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 the, the type of the physical I mean physical like Yeah, Malaysia players and Indonesia players, it's really, really different. You know, like the, the, our, our wingers and our strikers, it's really small compared to the Malaysia defenders. Only Elfan Bagot, who, you know, who, who plays in, 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 in England, have the bigger physical. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, a nothing to lose game uh, for, for, both, uh, for both teams, especially Indonesia, if you, if you saw the game. Indonesia against Malaysia. Malaysia uh, feels like they can beat us easily. They score first, but they forget Indonesia. Well, I, I also surprised that Indonesia players can do like high pressing, like they did last night. It's really like well, they can do it. They can do it, but and they also can pass really, really good because like months ago, there's a, a news uh, came up in Indonesia that. Indonesia players cannot do a simple pass, you know, the, the basic on football things. But now we can see that yesterday, even though they, we have like individual mistake, like Evan Jaya clearing uh, clearance that uh, uh, led to led, led to the Malaysia first goal. But other than that, after the, after after that goal, Indonesia uh, control everything and they they, they score like well. I didn't expect we could score like four goals and we are ready to to face Thailand and we are ready to lose again. Against Thailand, like many, many times ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we look at this Indonesian side, and, and Gabe, I commented to you uh, during the game yesterday that, um, you know, you you look at you look at the team under Simon uh, a few years ago, and then you look at them now under Shin Tae Yong. It's two really, really different sides in terms of yeah, how yeah. they play, uh, in terms of how confident they are on the ball and how aggressive they are off the ball. Um, Gabe, my question to you is. Do you foresee this Indonesian team going all the way now? Because all they needed was that confidence that they could beat some of the top teams. They drew against Vietnam. They they beat Malaysia convincingly. Do they have that confidence now? I think you know going all the way is uh, you know is still tricky because um, I think we will admit that Thailand Vietnam still obviously two standout teams in Southeast Asia. But um, you know to what Tio mentioned, to what you mentioned, to these these boys are you know so young, so so fearless. What I what I really liked about it was you know yesterday's game especially you know a, a team going down one nil to Malaysia. More experienced players could have just gone. We've been here before. We know the script. But these boys have not read the script. They did not know that going one nil down, man, we are going to lose. And they just showed no fear uh, at the intensity. Like Tio mentioned, their high press. I loved it. You know, these guys um, are still very raw in terms of talent. Um, but you know, they showed their fearlessness, and they just they just look like they're enjoying um, their football. And you know, I I think going all the way, anything can happen in the semi-finals. You know, to just say a cliche, knockout round football. You only need one a good result, or your opponents to play one bad game to to get the win um, over two legs, two wins, whatever you know the uh, the, the case may be. But um, obviously, any team at this stage now should be dreaming 
of, of, of success. And what I would say about Indonesia is, um, uh, like you, you mentioned, we was, we were talking, uh, at the game, uh, deep and we were just so excited by them. Uh, it was a breath of fresh air. We, it was watching football that we have not been used to, to watching in a long time. So, you know, I, I really like what I've seen from Indonesia, um, and, uh, going all the way. I think that's, you know, really in their own hands, obviously with a tougher test to come, uh, in the final, should they get there? Yeah, uh, definitely. I think yesterday uh, at the National Stadium, I loved what I saw on the pitch and, and off it as well uh, for, for obvious reasons. Uh, Raushan, <laughs> to explain? I, I mean, this one I have to show you to... to <laughs> no, talk. honestly, plenty being said on social media yesterday about Indonesia-Malaysia being the game of the tournament so far, right? Just at the pace it yep. was played and everything. But apart from that, they were having their own goal of the tournament competition in their game. Some of the goals were absolutely outstanding. It was it was a joy to watch. And to your point, that hunger, I think at halftime, right before, after the referee blew the halftime whistle, I saw the Indonesian players go into a huddle before they went back into the dressing room. That, for me, somehow just speaks volumes. It's not something you see every day, right? It speaks volumes of that, that dressing room uh, camaraderie almost and that belief that is searing through this Indonesian team. So if you ask me, Yes, Thailand, Vietnam, perennial powerhouses, teams to beat. Very grateful that they are going to knock each other out in the semi-final. But Indonesia pains me to say this, but as a even as a Singaporean, I have to admit that Indonesia, that result alone to do it on the last group stage game will give them massive belief going into the final four. Yeah, uh, Raushan, what I wanted to ask you, and I, and I don't mean this uh, uh, in any form of disrespect towards Indonesia, but Singaporean footballers in the, in the national team and the fans would have rather wanted to face Indonesia as opposed to Vietnam. So, will that give the players confidence, you think, uh, to, you know, hey, we have avoided in Vietnam. We've got, uh, in, in quotation marks, easier fixture against Indonesia. Uh, we should go all out now to, you know, really try to get ourselves into that final. Even before think... Raushan answer, sorry, I'm telling you, Indonesia players are also excited to be, you know, playing Singapore. So... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah go ahead, Raushan. That's why it's going to be an interesting match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So both teams badly wanted to face each other. The, the luck of the draw has it that they face each other. But to answer your question, Definitely. I think the Singapore players, if you ask any of them, perhaps not during the competition, after the competition, they will admit that they would have rather not face Vietnam so early because somehow Indonesia gives them a chance, a, a, a fighting chance at least because you go up against a Vietnam team, I mean, football is football, there's always a chance, but you have a higher chance if that makes sense against Indonesia and you have the home support, right? I think the home support has to count for something we've seen in the past couple of games that maybe... It isn't the home support that Singapore wanted. Uh, majority of them, yes. Minority, no. But I think Singapore players would have realized that perhaps the, the stars are aligning, if that makes sense. Because again, I go back to my point. Semi-final was the target. They've made it. But maybe now, maybe now, there's a chance to stay alive in the competition beyond Christmas Day, maybe. Yeah, now now the, the obvious questions uh, will go to the lineup uh, of both teams. Uh, and the obvious one for Singapore will be the lack of Shakir Hamza at left back. Uh, of course, ruled out of the tournament due to uh, a knee injury. Gabe, uh, most likely we'll, we'll see no Adam being thrown into the fray. Uh, I know that Tatsuma Yoshida did bring on Zulfami Arifin at left back, uh, which did not really turn out too well for, for Singapore because I think Zulfami Arifin, I think a terrific midfielder, but not quite a left back by trade at all. Do you see no Adam rising to the occasion? Uh, what needs to go right for him uh, against Indonesia? 
I definitely see no Adam rising to the occasion. My only concern is whether or not he gets a chance because deep. I, I, depends, I, know, I, I know you said um, you think he'll come in. I, I have a sneaky feeling it might it still might be Zufami. Um, mm. You know, high stakes again, counter. You know, I, I could be proven wrong and I hope you're proven wrong because you and I are both big fans. I think we're all big fans of no Adam. But, you know, um, this kind of high stakes um, encounter... Um, Tatsuma might be tempted to go with the more experienced option uh, in Zufami um, but if No Adam is the one playing um, it would just be brilliant because again going back to a game we were both at Deepen uh, we were we, with, with his first few touches after coming on um, against Thailand he, he, he showed positivity he showed um, you know real hunger his first pass was a risky pass that he pulled off. You know, it, he wasn't um, conservative or scared to to make a, a mistake right from being introduced. So um, we've seen so much talent he's shown with um, Lion City Sailors as well. And um, I just wish he had more game time during the group stage because now in the semi-final, um, you know, this is where a coach might be even more apprehensive in throwing on a young boy. So had he been given more exposure, it may be, he may be more, or at least the coach might think he is more ready and ripe to be thrown into the deep end. But having said that, he's shown uh, no fear like some of the Indonesian boys have. So I would, I would love for him to be given a chance right from the start. I'm with, I'm with Gabe entirely on this. I think Nor Adam has to start at left back, provided we go to a five at the back or a three at the back. Cause I think he does need, Cover. I don't think Safwan and Irfan alone are going to provide that cover because Nor Adam, fantastic player going forward, always looking to go on the front foot, but he needs cover on the back. And when you sent through questions, I thought about the team selection, right? But I'm I'm highly thinking Tatsuma will, to Gabe's point, go for the safe option of Zul. But if he does, if he does plump for Nor Adam, then I would like to see Harris go back into defence. I honestly think that's the way that we can tackle this Indonesian team. I think it's Harris, Safwan and Irfan we have to line up as the three centre-backs with two wing-backs being Zulkanan, Zainal, uh, Zulkanan and Nor Adam. So, so uh, Gabe and, and Raushan, would you guys then agree that uh, a back five, similar to how we played against the Philippines, uh, would be the approach against Indonesia? Uh, it would be a sensible approach. Probably not one uh, I would like to see. I think we, we probably still played the best football uh, in the first 60 minutes of the opening game against Myanmar, and that was a a four man uh, a four a four three three if you like. So um, and against Indonesia, so you know there's there's expectation and there's intent. And you know if you feel a five man defense against Indonesia, who we all have just said uh, uh, are not viewed as the Vietnam, what kind of message does that send out? Are we are we we are we happy that we've gotten the the better draw and are still considering ourselves as severe underdogs to the point that we changed our formation to, to be overly defensive. So, you know, I think a lot has to has to be said about going out there and wanting to take the game to Indonesia as well. And, you know, yes, there, 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 there could be a problem, um, like Raushan said, with, with a four-man defence. And, you know, if No Adam is not given um, enough insurance by the centre-backs, you know, someone like Irfan Jaya could potentially just tear him apart and, you know, ruin him for the next two, three years of his career. Um, and you don't <laughs> want that to an outstanding young player as well. But, you know, so a lot of these factors come into the play. But I, I just hope to see Singapore go into the game looking to win rather than looking to control Indonesia and prevent, uh, you know, them from getting a positive result. Because, you know, this, like we said, with all due respect to the current Indonesia team, this is still not Thailand, Vietnam. You would think Singapore would go in there with a 50-50 chance of winning and showing that kind of intent. Gabe, question for you. You talk about going in and showing intent to win, right? But it is a two-legged semi-final. Mm. Is there mm. a point to risk it all in the first leg? And Indonesia are well capable of well beating the Singapore team. If it's touch wood, if it's 4-0 after the first leg, 
might as well don't show up for the second leg. So, do you think that's playing into Tatsuma's mind to play it safe? Because it's 180 minutes of, of football we're talking about, right? The yep. first 90, we 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 do what we have to. We stay alive, give ourselves a fighting chance again, to use that term, going into the second leg. I think if I were Tatsuma, I think that's that would be weighing in my mind because... I, I we've seen his reaction post-match to some of the negativity surrounding Singapore football, but I feel like he almost has to take it objectively and realize that this is a two-legged affair that we need to give ourselves a chance for. No point trying to be brave and getting outplayed by this Indonesian team who, who have shown tremendous pace and power. And we saw even Timo Leste with pace <laughs> attack us at times. So a team like Indonesia who have penetration, who have pace, who have power, and clearly have the precision to finish us off with four pieces like in the that. first leg. <laughs> so yeah, I no. think we need to be careful. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, but there's just so there's a difference between um going out all out gung-ho and trying to you know leave two men at the back only, but still coming up with a positive mindset um, without being overly defensive. So you know, at the end of the day, formations are just you know dots on a on a on a tactics board. You could play with a five-man defense, but still be very attacking with the two wing backs. So uh, you know, bombing forward. So you know, it's it's not so much of the formation. But he could, yeah. Uh, I just want to see a bit of an attacking intent. You know, not 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 to say we have to really take the game on to Indonesia and expose ourselves at the back. But you know, not to not to really come up with uh, uh, two banks of five blocking mm. Hassan mm. Sani and go. You know, this isn't you know uh, a Lao versus Vietnam. Uh, you know, with all due respect to again uh, these teams. So yeah, I I mean, it's I I don't expect him to go all out attack, but also it would be nice to see some intent. I'd like to bring Theo into the conversation now. Uh, you look at uh, Singapore missing their first-choice left-back, Shake Hamza, uh, which will give Indonesia all the impetus to go down and attack that flank. Uh, so, of course, the two key men that come into play will be Irfan Jaya and uh, Asnawi, the, the, the right-back. Uh, do yeah. you think that two these two players have the ability to take advantage of the situation? Yes, probably that's the, the, the biggest chances that we can explore from, from Indonesia. But if you see the the, the, the players against Malaysia, Ivan Jaya mostly they he he played not only on the right side, he sometimes he just go to the left. But if you can see the uh Witan Sulaiman, the guy who, who have a, a, a good movement with the ball, like like the, the pass to the Irfan Jaya for the equal uh, the goal that uh, made score uh, equalizer. But yeah, that's the things that maybe Indonesia can explore. But if you saw Indonesia against Malaysia, when Indonesia uh, 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 considered for, uh, uh, their first uh, a goal from from Malaysia, you know Malaysia plays really really attacking. They only left like three or only sometimes two players. But Indonesia also when they they had a ball. They do the pressing like Asnawi and also Arhan. They they do the uh, forward line overlap. And sometimes only Dewangga and juga uh, and and also uh, 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 only what I, I remember. There's a uh, one long ball from Malaysia player into the middle of the defense of Indonesia. That's the, that's the thing that maybe Singapore can explore. You know the counter attack against the counter attack. But if you see the uh, Indonesia against Malaysia yesterday. Uh, uh, especially in the second half when Alkan Bagat uh, 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 plays, uh, you can see that only three players in in front of the uh, 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 in, in front of the uh, formation. It's only like Witan, uh, uh, Ricardo, uh, Ricky Ricardo, and uh, uh, also uh, Irfan Jaya. This is the, the three players that always like running and running and running. But the key from this from from uh, last matches from Indonesia against Malaysia is uh, Rahmat Irianto. You know, I I was like 
little bit shocked when uh, uh, Evan Dimas didn't play because he all, mm. all, all, always play and he also the captain of Indonesia. But if you see the the, the decision that uh, made by Simbayong uh, when against uh, uh, Malaysia, he put uh, Ricky Ricardo and also Irianto because the, those two players have the you know more uh, defensive players, so he can uh, uh, have, uh, so Indonesia can have a balance in in the in the middle of the uh, of, of their formation because like if they try to attack only left Rahmat Irianto and two other center back uh, behind Indonesia. This is uh, this is a little bit risky in the first time and uh, first half. I mean, but in the second half they play really well. They organize really well. And in, well, I'm not sure. Well, this is this is my biggest question. This is Indonesia is really good or Malaysia just only having a bad day last night? Because like if you see the the Malaysia players, you know they have the quality, more quality uh, from the the Indonesia players, but the the organized. The, the the players is not there, you know. Like when they try to counter attack, they didn't do uh, uh, the thing that they should do. Like you know, a simple football. Uh, they have a, a good counter attack one. I I believe like three or uh, four times in in the second half, but they didn't finish the the the, the chances. Uh, and also the 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 clumless uh, from our goalkeeper Nadeo. He made uh, two bad decisions, I guess, when he uh, uh, decided to step up. And then uh, chase the ball, uh, but the you know the the, the Malaysia striker uh, chip uh, didn't uh, didn't uh, score score the goal in the first half. But yeah, Indonesia probably gonna be uh, gonna play like they play against Laos or or or, or, or uh, Cambodia uh, Cambodia. I mean, uh, they're not gonna play defense like uh, Vietnam. So I believe this 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 game against uh, Singapore it will be like interesting match. Like those both two teams. Will score many goals because the so yeah like like you said about it's, it's just two like matches so they need to score more 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 and goal uh, but the things is uh, you know the, the the situations like you play like every two uh, two two or three days right they they play in the twenty seconds and they also play in the twenty fifth of December. So yeah, this yeah, this time in they need to rotate uh, the player and and also I remember uh, the the Malaysia manager at that time uh, said uh, in the press conference they don't know uh, which formation or strategy that Sintayong will will put against uh, Malaysia and suddenly they play uh, uh, yeah simple football counter attack and then Asnawi always overlap uh, Arhan well I'm. Well, I, I maybe in my opinion, Arhan uh, probably should be like left winger rather than the defensive left because his his defense decision sometimes is really bad, but his attacking movement is really good. You can see from 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 the goal, like the goal is really good. Yeah, I I watch uh, at dinner with my friends and everyone is like cheering when Arhan has scored a goal. But yeah. Uh, this is gonna be like counter attack game uh, for both sides because if Malaysia, uh, sorry, uh, Singapore, say you, you you say that gonna play with the five uh, defender, well, I believe that's not gonna happen. It feels like they they're gonna use it for for defenders to to match up with Indonesia aggressiveness. But yeah, but how long their Indonesia players can. Uh, uh, keep up with their stamina. Uh, we can say Indonesia against Malaysia. It's different tension. It's different uh, culture, you know, because the, our our uh, history from Malaysia and Indonesia. But against Singapore, I I believe they're not. Uh, they they will play like Malaysia, but there's no like you know sentiment or like uh, I mean like the, the story behind 
well, against Malaysia, you know, in Indonesia, like everyone's like, oh, this is Malaysia, you need to beat them. We we lost two times when in, in the qualifications, but against Singapore, yeah, we know uh, when Indonesia against Singapore, there's so many things happen. You know, we always lost against Singapore in in, in Tiger Cup and Suzuki Cup, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a different uh, tension. I mean, like different uh, 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 ambience. Uh, from in, uh, Indonesia players, uh, they will do high pressing, yes, but the intention and the 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 the, the character is not going to be the same like Malaysia. But they will fight. They will fight because the history against Malaysia and Indonesia that makes uh, Indonesia players really really want to beat uh, uh, Malaysia. We can lose uh, from Singapore, Vietnam, Thailand, but we cannot lose from Malaysia. No, that's that's the things that made the, the the players really really want to beat Malaysia. Yo, I I just have to to also ask you right. Um, one key player that has been missing uh, in the group stages uh, is of course uh, your winger who is uh, based abroad. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about Egi Maulana. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you see him coming straight into the the lineup since that uh, he'll be back in he'll be in Singapore uh, for the for the semifinals or do you think he's a player that uh, coach Shin Tae-yong will use off the bench? Well, this is the interesting part. If you see the the, the winners of Indonesia, they still uh, they have Ifan Jaya of course. Uh, they also have uh, Yabes Roni. Uh, uh, they and, and they also have Witan who also play like a uh, winger, but he he's not the he's, he's attacking the feeder. But when Agi came uh, uh, joined with uh, the national team, they uh, I believe he's not gonna straight to play. He's gonna play in the second half like Akan Bagot. So when uh, Simbayong uh, see the the Singapore uh, players like tired, you know, like stamina drop, and he put Agi just go run, run and run, and that's that's. The, the the things that we see uh, again that we saw uh, against against Malaysia all winger never stop uh, running never stop running and all do the pressing do the pressing so that maybe he's he's gonna play in the second half like Alfan Bagot because Bagot all, 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 always plays in the second half he, he he joined with Indonesia and he also do the quarantine like five days I believe he missed the uh, uh, Vietnam game but yeah I believe uh, Egi will play in the second half all right uh, Roshan uh, w- one thing I did notice uh, against Malaysia, and I, and I did mention this to Gabe as well, was that Malaysia came out firing. Uh, you know, they came out, you know, with high intensity, but they could not sustain it against Indonesia because Indonesia were really the fitter and the hungrier team. Uh, do you foresee the same problem for Singapore? Because as much as we want to match uh, Indonesia's uh, intensity, can we do it? I hope we can. The fact that we played a day earlier to Indonesia hopefully uh, has some effect on the team going into the semi-final. Also, uh, the SPL season ended slightly earlier, so Tatsuma got time with the boys to work on fitness. And when we spoke to him, he specifically said that was what we concentrated on. So hopefully that holds true and uh, the, the fitness levels are there to match. Having said that, this Indonesia team, just based on what I watched yesterday, they, 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 they do look hungry. But based on what Theo said, maybe it was the psychological factor of going up yeah. against Malaysia. Having said that, I don't think it'll be any less against Singapore. I honestly don't think so because, because there's a final at stake. And we talked about this before we started recording. Indonesia have been perennial bridesmaids. They, they do want to right that wrong, right? They do want to be in it, to win it. And I think they will know that Singapore is not at its strongest at the moment. And therefore, they will try and push for it as much. I do think Singapore can uh, fight as hard as they can. I do think that fitness might not be an issue. 
But hopefully Tatsuma has given some of the squad players enough time to, I don't think he has, but hopefully the squad players that come in will be able to fill in because they, yes, there is training fitness, then there's match fitness. I don't think we've equipped, Singapore hasn't equipped the squad players with as much match fitness as they would like. And now that we've got injuries to two key players, Gabriel Quack and Shakir Hamza, then the squad is really going to be tested in that way, right? Which we touched on earlier. So to answer your question, fitness, I hope it's not an issue because it's something that's been addressed uh, in the preparation to the tournament. And this is the time to see whether that counts for something. Uh, before yeah, and, I, and, I, and, 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 and please don't forget, you know, like the, the history of Indonesia is Tiger, Tiger Cup, also Suri Cup. And when they uh, have a good uh, uh, game in, in, in the group stage, they always disappoint us Indonesian uh, people. And, you know, like they, they, they win, 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 but they, 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 they qualify to the semifinal and they qualify to the final and we never win there. Win the, win the title. So yeah, just don't forget about that. And then this has always happened because that's why we're in Indonesia. It's like a little bit like, okay, we're not going to do this kind of hype, just like Lelo, because you all, you guys always disappoint us. Better uh, prefer watching badminton than sepak uh, bola. <laughs> <laughs> because they always disappoint us. Like they qualify to the final, they qualify to the semifinal, and they always lost. That's a, that's a good point, which uh, Indonesia, I know, for all of them, might have not won the 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 AFF Championships before. Uh, I I want to ask uh, you guys for the predictions, but before that, Gabe, uh, you wrote a brilliant piece uh, on ESPN, a commentary piece talking about um, basically Tatsuma Yoshida's uh, post-match conference and 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 why fans need to you know really change their perspective. Uh, Gabe, were you you were there at the, the press conference, the post match, a virtual conference? Were you surprised uh, uh, at, at at how Yoshida reacted? Well, firstly, I was sad because I didn't get to ask my question. So whoever asked the question that forced that reaction, uh, oh, that's so much. Thanks a lot. I don't know. I don't want to name names on whoever asked that question. Uh, but no, um, it, it was surprising purely because of the persona we've seen uh, Tatsuma Yoshida have. You know, like I. Like I wrote, thank you for your kind words. Like I wrote, um, you know, he's so polite. He's so calm, usually. Um, and I think it was just, you know, everything coming together. Obviously, the disappointment of losing to Thailand. He would have been aware that this is a second-string Thai side. And then uh, to to get boot for the second game running, don't forget they were also receiving a negative reaction against Timor Leste. Um, and again, um, you know, it's it's fair enough to be asked that question. You know, I'm not saying um, the media uh, shouldn't ask this question, but, you know, again, having to answer the same question, I guess, uh, two games in a row, I think it all boiled over. So, yes, it was very surprising, but you know what? <clears throat> I like it because... It's, it's it's all fine and well, good and well to say that he's a he's a nice guy. Um, but you don't want to be a pushover. You don't want people to think you know we can we can even offense we can we can call abuse or you know just ridicule you when your team isn't playing well. So I loved um, look the the manner in which he did it was maybe an overreaction, but I loved that he stood up for it. Um, uh, and you know probably you know that it looked like he was upset with the question being asked, but I think you know it was more to. It was addressing it to the fans to say, you know, you can't expect uh, to quote him uh, the Spanish national team, South Korea, Japan. He isn't Pep Guardiola. And it's true. Um, so the the reaction was probably over the top, but i rather him have done that than continue nodding and being polite and calm and saying, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, we, 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 you know, uh, just being a very um, uh, somewhat easily defeated. So I think it was, I think it was a great change of um, mood 
from his press conferences. I, I completely agree with you, Gabe. I think it's a good time to go into the siege mentality because we're going into knockout football now and it's a good time for Tatsuma to almost turn a page and say, look, stop heaping the pressure. We are doing the best we can. Get behind the team and get with it. I, I really liked your article a lot because you even alluded to the fact that even after he had that bust up, shall we say, he went on to say sorry and then he proceeded to exit. Too polite. Which, you know what I mean? It's the Japanese way. They are polite through and through, right? Almost. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think it's a it's a good time to show that he means business almost. Uh, I have a question for you, though. You know, there has been Boo Boy specifically after the Thailand game. My question to you then is, Gabe, uh, if Singapore had played out a second string team, right? If they he had shuffled the pack for one, Shakir wouldn't be injured. But anyway, would the Boo Boy still have come out in force because I don't expect a second string Singapore team to have fared any better against Thailand. Do you think the Boo Boys would still have gotten on the back of the team or would they have understood ah, Tatsuma is saving us for the semis? Mm, I think it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question, a tricky one. I don't think everyone at the stadium follows Singapore football enough to know that whether it was a first or second string team, including for Thailand. You know, and that's not to, you know, that's not a criticism of the fans. You know, it's 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 a Suzuki Cup. You you you're you're remotely interested in football. You see Singapore doing well and you buy tickets to go to the game. I think it's brilliant that fans who may not have previously been interested in you know local football or the national team's um, fortunes actually turning up for the game. So, so I don't think everyone at that stadium was educated enough or just aware enough to know even if it had been a first string or second string. I, I don't think they can name you um, you know, the starting 11, even number eight, who's number eight, Shadan, Shadan who, you know. So, you know, and that's again, not a criticism on some of the fans there that really turned up to get into the spirit of things. Um, I think it were matter to probably the really hardcore fans, uh, probably people that are following the team closely, like uh, reporters and journalists as well. Um, it may have affected in their assessment uh, of the result. But then again, um, you know, had we fielded a, a, a reserve team and lost final, you know, what's worse, a, a narrow 2 0 win with a first strength team or, a, 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 you know, a potentially morale setting 5 0 defeat? Uh, with a second string team. So, all in all, I think in hindsight, um, these are all nice things to talk about. But, you know, the fact of the matter is the game is done. Uh, Singapore still through to the semifinals. Uh, and, you know, had we finished top, we would have to, have to play Vietnam. So, it's, uh, maybe, <laughs> Tats- maybe, yeah, maybe Tatsuma knew what he was doing. Yeah, and I think just before I move on, one thing I have to mention is, I think no matter how badly a team does, uh, your national team, your club side, I can never understand the Boo Boys. You know, you, you cannot uh, say that it's equivalent to criticism of the team. Yeah. I mean, we, we criticize the team almost all the time. I mean, I do at least. Yeah. And and I've never, you know, booed my team uh, off in, in any game. So to me, I don't understand the, the notion of booing at all. And it wasn't just the team. They were also booing towards uh, certain players when they were taken off. And, and some of it is not their fault at all. I mean, they, they obviously, when they put on a national jersey, they are trying their best for the national team. Sometimes they'll play out of position uh, and their performances deep. Uh, but at the end of the day, they are giving their best. And I think it's not fair on the players. I think it's a really hard one to take as well. Yeah, deep, sorry, you have a point? No, deep, yeah, I, I got, I actually, I, I was, if you don't mind, I want to ask you because when I wrote about, when I tweeted about this, someone tweeted same as Vietnam, you know, so they they are, they love to jump on their team's backs when they are not doing well. Does Indonesia football have the same, because Indonesian and Malaysian fans in particular look like to be Really yeah, supportive, yeah. you know. They 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 do criticize, but I do, do have they ever been booing of a team off the field? Well, in the, you, well, 
the good things about Singapore, uh, Malaysia, uh, Thailand, and Vietnam, they already won the the the, the title. In Indonesia, they never won the title, and we also we always criticize Indonesia, even though like you know the, the qualification for World Cup 2022, we lost against Vietnam. We never won. Uh, we never won single game, I believe, and also we lost against Malaysia and Gelora Bung Karno. It's it's quite you know like like embarrassing for embarrassing for Indonesia. And then uh, uh, yeah, when Indonesia uh, didn't play really. Well enough, you know, the fans will be, you know, angry. It's not just only booing on 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 the stadium. They also they also bully the players and staff and also the federations in the social media. That's that's the things that that uh, that that we always did. But when the teams is playing really well, uh, which is just like rare things for us, you know, uh, when when Indonesia national team is playing really well, we support them. We really support them, and also we uh, uh, gave them uh, some little little bit critics like we when we we won only like two one against Cambodia, right? Uh, uh, Cambodia, and then we won like four two against Laos. Uh, we conceded two goals against the 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 most you know the the the, the most teams that uh, the most uh, conceded team in 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 the group. Uh, yeah, we also criticize uh, the same Bayong. If you know uh, Indonesia media and also the the Indonesia uh, uh, fans, they almost every day criticize. Uh, the 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 manager I mean the Sintayong and and the staff uh, this uh, you know because we never win anything since like sea games in in Manila I believe at that time and after that we never win anything and then well yeah we always criticize Sintayong also when when Sintayong joined with Indonesia national team uh, he replaced Rui Mia, uh, Rui Mia. And then everyone wants Luimia uh, back, but now uh, after we saw the, the progress, you know, uh, stop again uh, because the pandemic and everything. And now we see the progress. We see the simple football. We see the good pass from the player. It's a progress that we waiting this really really far. And this team is project is not is only like you know we want uh, we 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 really want to win the the Asian Suzuki Cup. But the good thing is it's a long term. We want to qualify to the Asian Cup, maybe the World and everything because if you see the players maybe the the the, the people who say like, oh why the players is really young because this is this is a player who play together since like two or three years ago since Sintayong joined with the national team uh, combined with the senior player so yes this is the, the progress that we want and then yes we criticize we bully them in social media we also boo them in, in the in the uh, national stadium if they're not play, playing really well when and I remember there's a, my, one of my best friends when we play in the uh, Philippines in Ata Susu Cup in 2016 in Philippines uh, in, in Manila I remember the, the players really play really really bad and one of our players like really shout to the players and the players really uh, notice about that kind of things that's the the, the hardest things that uh, Indonesia fans can do with their national team so yeah yeah because we never win anything since like 90s and everything so yeah we that's that that makes Indonesia fans you know uh, a really really uh, one of the heavy criticism uh, for the for the federation or also the national yes. team and also so, the players yeah. so I guess I, I I mean from what you is saying that there are booings across uh, the other countries fans as well but I think what was important is that uh, perspective like what Gabe said right we are true to the semi-finals uh, for the first time in, in a long time I would say 
and yet there was still booing, which was what was hard to take. I think if you're playing badly across a few games, I, I still don't, don't think booing is right, uh, but you could understand it. But after a bad performance, yes, you can be disgruntled, but I don't think it was worthy of booing given that uh, we are true to the semi-finals. Let's now move the conversation along uh, to, of course, our predictions and who we think will be the key man in that first leg, or rather across both legs. Uh, start with, starting with me first. Um, I, I do foresee uh, Haris Harun to be a key man in this game. Uh, I think coming up against the Indonesian midfield, uh, I believe Ricky uh, Kumbuaya will, will be the one that he will come up against and, and not Ivan Dimas, uh, who hasn't been in the starting lineup over the last two games. Uh, I think Haris will be the first to admit that he hasn't quite uh, been at the level that we expect him to be at. Uh, and I do foresee him taking it, it up a notch uh, in the semi-finals. Uh, in terms of predictions, uh, I'm going for... <laughs> this is going to be hard for you me. You can't but... laugh before you make a prediction. You just lost all credibility. <laughs> credibility, exactly. <laughs> because it's, it's going to be hard for me to say it, but I do see Indonesia winning the, the semi-finals. Uh, maybe a draw in the first leg, but Indonesia winning uh, comfortably uh, in the second leg. What about you, Raushan? Oof. Um, I'm not going to laugh before my prediction, that's for sure. (laughs) No, to start with, I think Iksan Fandi will be a key player to watch out. Of course, I'm going to pick out a Singapore player. I just think he's been starved of goals. We started the tournament very well with two goals. Seen him toil up front, leg service, so unlucky not to score, uh, hit the post, I think. And then I think eventually the goals has to come. He's, uh, I think he's, for me, I went into the competition knowing he's a goal scorer, but he's shown capabilities of leading the line quite well, linking up play, uh, winning your niggly headers, powerful when he penetrates. Uh, I think he will be important for our chances to go through to the final. And uh, as Gabe alluded to earlier, I'm going to quickly jump on my predictions here. I do think Singapore are going to uh, somehow make Me it through. Uh, I, I won't go that far. We'll, we'll save that for the podcast previewing the final. Uh, first leg, two all. And then uh, second leg, I see uh, either 1-0 or 2-1 victory to Singapore to take us through to the final. Uh, should I pass the okay go Gabe uh, well I think I think you know given what Theo has uh, you know he's sort of reviewed that Pratama Ahan is a bit suspect um, I hope Tatsuma is listening uh, and on that note I will say Zukanian Suzliman would be you know not just because I know it's, he's the right back but with those overlapping runs you know the left side thanks a lot Theo the left side Indonesia's left side is the is the is the wing to go and attack down? So you know, I think Zukanian uh could be very very useful, especially when the white forward in front of him, you know, if it's Shawal or you know drifts into the central position, he's always providing the overlap. Um, but you know, at the same time for for Indonesia, um, so much quality, hard to pick up one. Uh, but yes, Rahman Irianto, uh, as as Theo mentioned earlier, you know, the way he just plays with his shirt tucked in, no nonsense. You know, absolutely love uh, what he brings to Indonesia's game. Uh, I will say that this Elkam Bagot is a nightmare. The way Karu Fami with two hands <laughs> could not even get near his chin for that fourth to <laughs> Indonesia. And this boy can play the ball. You know, he looks like a Harry Maguire. I was hoping he would not be able to pass the ball, but he made some really good passes. He's very tidy on the ball. So, um, you know, thankfully, hopefully he's not playing the full 90, but, you know, if he comes on the 45, uh, you know, at halftime, he's going to be really dangerous. Um, I'm going to change it up a bit, given how cagey it is. I'm going to say nail all in the first leg. Uh, and then uh, 2-2 in the second leg, uh, and Singapore to go through on penalties. Oh, oh so wow. can we just clear this up? There is no away goal rule, huh? Is there? No, I don't uh, think so. I don't I think mean, so, right? No. 
No, no okay. goals. Yeah. Okay. okay. Shows how good we are at our jobs. We we don't <laughs> we don't know for sure. No, I, I've seen some chatter online about no, a bit I'm, of confusion. I'm about 99% away goal sure that there is no away goal. In fairness, I was telling Deepan it's a goal difference and not head to head, and I was so clearly I'm not that good at my job. So yeah. Theo, uh, your your take on the game and uh, predictions. Well, for me, uh, in, uh, Singapore key player is Irfan Pandi, uh, the, the central defender. Uh, I watch him when, when he play in BG Patum because uh, uh, last year I was commentating the, the uh, Thai league for the company. And then for Indonesia, yeah, I, I agree with uh, Agit is uh, Rahmat Irianto. He's like the Roy King of Indonesia. He, play, he plays really like, you know, Tackle, tackling, uh, but he passes really, really good uh, as well. But yeah, Alkan Bogot also can be the one of the key players. But Rahmat Erianto in the middle, uh, maybe he will play as a role as a halfback, not not, not too up and in the not, not too forward, but just stay uh, behind because if we see the. The, the the habit from Indonesia defenders they sometimes they just like going into the in front of the goals. Uh, for me, yeah, whatever the score, I believe Indonesia is gonna qualify to to the final. Well, I believe this is the year that we can qualify again to the final and become the the most national team with the runner up title. <laughs> Another one, before. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for making the time to speak about the game. Uh, let's hope for a very, very enjoyable game across both leagues. Uh, Not if you. we follow Gabe's prediction, though, nil-nil in the first league. <laughs> it, could still be, it could still be an exciting... Do you see Vietnam, Indonesia? That was an exciting... Fair, fair, fair. Well, if 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 the game uh, continue to the penalty kick, I will like I will turn off my TV because Indonesia is gonna lose. They're not they're gonna have a luck in the penalty kick. Same like England. <laughs> Let, let's hope that uh, we will all enjoy ourselves. Thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your day, guys.